Hey guys, welcome to the, this episode of the Delta Tech Podcast. Um, in this episode, we have Dhruv. Hi, Dhruv. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about which school you go to and just a little bit about yourself so the viewers know your bio? Okay, sure. So um, I'm currently a rising sophomore at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Um, I'm doing math and econ, but I haven't really declared a major yet. Um, I'm an international transfer student. So I actually went to the University of Warwick for a couple of terms, and then I transferred to Michigan because I thought that was better for me. And um, well, I like sitcoms, public speaking, um, procrastinating. And well, yeah, that's a bit about me. Awesome. Um, so before going to Warwick, where did you do your high school? Like, are you from India? Um, are you an Indian citizen? Or like, what's your backstory before college? Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah, I am from India and I am an Indian citizen. I went to uh, Delhi Public School, Bangalore East. So I was a DPS kid. Um, I think I was better than what you would think of a stereotypical <laughs> DPS kid. But um, I did science in grade 11 and 12, so physics, chemistry, math, um, economics, and English. Uh, but I hated physics and chemistry, which is why I'm not doing it anymore. Awesome. Um, yeah, the DPS stereotypes, seen a lot of them. Mm -hmm. um, so this is like, since um, this does what we have done is um, so far, at least whoever we've interviewed, they are they haven't applied to college in the US as a transfer student, um, rather mm -hmm. they applied as a first year. So could you just tell us how you found the college application process for a transfer student? Um, if you have interacted with people who did it um, in the regular round, like as, as a first year, do you know if there are any differences then maybe you could bring that out to the notice of our viewers? Well, I'm sure this would help. So the the first time I did apply as a first year to the US was um, in 2019, but I didn't apply for subjects that I was doing or subjects that I wanted to do. Um, I think someone from my family asked me to apply for computer science. So I applied to the US for computer science. And well, we already know that's competitive as it is. And I hadn't studied the subject and I hadn't done anything for that subject. So I obviously didn't get through to too many places. Um, and thankfully, I applied to the UK for uh, math and econ based classes. Uh, so I got into Warwick. After I got into Warwick, my, um, my first thought was, well, do I want to finish my degree here? Do I want to see if there's anything else I could do instead? And um, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to go to Warwick in the first place. So after I got my board results in 2020, I applied to uh, Michigan. And I applied to Michigan because they had like an earlier application for their winter term than any of the other universities. Uh, if someone's comparing whether it's easier to get in as a first year kid or as a transfer kid, I would 100% recommend doing it as a first year because there is this logistical nightmare involved when you're transferring between the UK and the US because their credit grading system is different the UK has three terms and the US has two semesters and transferring credits is going to be a pain. 
but it's not like impossible obviously it's just much much harder so if you're considering going to a particular country um you might as well go to a college there and transfer to a better one within that country because that makes more sense got it um so like are the prompts also similar for the first year or an a transfer student or are there different between the essay questions between the two mm-hmm. so um well in terms of in terms of your uh, application if you're applying through like common app or coalition app or one of those the essays are pretty much the same the primary difference is when you're applying through school as a first year you're going to have to submit your uh, predicted scores for your grade 12 exams along with like your extracurriculars that you did like in school but when you're applying as a transfer you need to submit grades from college stuff um and letters of recommendation from college which are uh, almost impossible to obtain within the first semester cuz none of your professors know you which is why i kind of wrote to michigan they're like yeah well you can ask your school to send it instead of your university so i did that but not every university would be willing to accept those right um so as a transfer student do they look at extracurricular activities also in the admissions process well um let's just put it this way when i submitted my application the counselor from uh, the college wrote to me saying well uh, we've seen this we need you to send in these documents and stuff and we'll get back to you only by like end of april and then she said well send us keep sending us information that would uh, help your application so in early march actually no in late feb i got to know that i was going to be delegating at the united nations commission on the status of women and as soon as i got that um i sent that to my counselor and within 3 days they kind of gave me an offer so yeah extracurriculars non academic stuff definitely counts awesome um so what were some of the extracurricular activities that you were involved in maybe even throughout high school or like whatever you did at your time in warwick also mm-hmm. sure so in high school i think the the biggest thing that helped my application and the biggest thing that i did in high school was uh, student council so um i was head boy of dps not a very uh, like not something i should brag about cuz like dps but it was it was fun um and through that i got like a lot of other opportunities i got uh, um like participate in national education policy meetings and like uh, news panels and um all sorts of stuff along those lines but things that people usually do model un model parliament debates stuff like that um and i mean at university at warwick i was uh, i was a team leader for the schools project at warwick unicef and i was also a delegate for un women uk um and i think those are things which you can only get exposed to once you're at university it's not really something that school kids um usually find interest in but if you're looking at things that will help your application to get into university i think a diversified list of extracurriculars is usually better than well you know i did 10 football 
uh, tournaments or I did 10 model UNs, that's not going to really um, separate you from the rest of the applicants. Right. Yes, that's very, it's a very valuable insight. Um, so if you were to put yourself in your admissions officer's shoes, what do you think got you um, into UMesh? Or like, what do you think made you stand out? Mm, so this again is, uh, I don't know how helpful this is going to be, but um, a lot of colleges in the US try to, um, they try to show that they're inclusive. They try to show that they're being diverse in terms of their uh, selection process. No one knows whether they actually are, but they're trying. So I think that's a good thing, um, which means when I applied as a first year to Warwick, since I was applying from India, since I was an international student, and since anyway, I was going to be paying double the tuition as compared to normal people, it would be advantages for them to take me. But like the things that probably, you know, separated me from the rest of my app, from the rest of the applicants were one, my scores. Um, I've always had like decent or almost good academics uh, throughout high school. So that's something that the UK cares about. That's something that the US doesn't care too much about. Um, but extracurriculars for sure. And I had really, really good teachers who wrote very, very elaborate um, letters of recommendation. So that's probably what helped with Warwick. But those are not the same things that would have helped with Umish because Umish doesn't really care about your scores. They didn't really care about my SAT scores this year because of COVID. Um, so I think the only thing that would have separated me from the rest of the applicants was my, um, my non-academic and extracurricular stuff that I did. Okay. Um, so since, have you actually been to the campus at Umish? I unfortunately have not, but they kind of made me watch um, four, four to six hours worth of content in their online orientation. So I, I pretty much have answers to things that, that most people would ask about the campus, <laughs> if that helps. Okay. Um, so basically, a lot of high school students, they research about colleges and finding the right fit college for them. Um, mm -hmm. So can you tell us how different UMish is from the research you did or how similar it is? Or what are some of the key aspects that, you know, stood out about UMish to you? Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, if, if you're applying as an international student, you know that one of the biggest problems is going to be that their international tuition is usually two to three times what they charge for in-state students, right? Um, and when I was looking at colleges in the US, everything was <laughs> unnecessarily expensive, according to me, especially mm -hmm. um, private colleges. Uh, so based on my research and based on what I want to do, I want to pursue a career in academia and I hopefully want to become a lecturer at some point. Umish is uh, the number one ranked um, public research university in the US. It has like a 3,200 acre campus. It has, it owns, it's, it owns like two museums, a hospital and the largest stadium on the planet. So all of those wow. things were things that, that would attract a crowd for sure. Um, but what makes Umish like better for me is that the tuition is not like unbearably expensive. 
for an international student the tuition is much lower than the private universities their campus is huge they have great facilities and um they're well ranked so it's like an all round uh, great college awesome um so considering that college applications are getting more competitive every year how do you recommend high school students to stand out because a lot of them just pursue extracurricular activities for you know filling those 10 slots on the common app and just getting it done cuz their counselor tells them to get it done or they saw some video that gave them an idea but how do you really stand out because if everyone's putting down soccer everyone's putting down mun it isn't something that's going to make you stand out unless you're like really really excelled at those unless you're like maybe a national level soccer player like you know really good mun win streak or something like that so how would you recommend high school students to technically stand out amongst such a competitive pool of applicants yeah, that's a really good question and that's one that um i've been i mean the answer to that question changes every year right as you said the the pool gets more competitive more people decide to apply to colleges abroad and you have to compete with more people whether you like it or not so um overall and this of course this answer is not purely based on what i know or on what only i have done it's um a bunch of webinars worth of information a bunch of youtube videos worth of information the the few subheadings that you should really focus on um when you're trying to get like an all-rounded application that a college would think is worth their time would be one your academics obviously but when i say academics it doesn't necessarily only mean your grades it also means you know things that you can highlight that other people wouldn't like class participation competitions that you've been to for your subject hackathons or or even something um like a test that you did well on and other people didn't all of these things are things which your counselors or your um your uh your teachers and whoever you whoever is helping you with your application won't really ask you to focus on and these are probably why that's probably why you should focus on these things because you know other people won't be the second thing which you should look at is um the the heading which they call productive leisure i don't understand why they call it that but it's basically hobbies or um or time pass things that are productive at the same time like you know if if you're a good swimmer or if yeah. you're uh if you like shooting or if you like um something along those lines that is a leisure activity for you but that would also make you stand out like playing an instrument for example maybe you don't want to do that as your career but other people can't so you should highlight it on your application then of course there's um there's one set of activities which help other people as in tutoring mentoring community service um anything of that sort maybe helping your friend on their application teaching your juniors one concept these are also things that colleges care about because they know that well if the kid is helping people already he would end up being an asset to our university um and of course the last thing is activities that help you like model un and and soccer these things which get you certificates are good in in a sense that they're going to help you develop transferable skills like when you do model un you're not changing the world when you do model un you're learning how to speak better how to collaborate how to you know 
um, work as as a part of a group of people and how to get points and excel that's all model un is teaching you you're not becoming a diplomat you're just becoming better at doing things um i mean soccer is different sports are different right if you're a national level sports player that is an achievement if you're if you've done 50 model uns i don't think a college is going to care that much about you but um that, that's all i can say and of course if you have something apart from all of that like a certification if you're a certified scuba diver or like a i don't know a yoga instructor or something all people have all kinds of certifications now if you put them on your application like go for it yeah that's that's very insightful just adding on to that i feel like one piece of advice that everyone should follow is don't do something they are not interested in just because mm-hmm. it looks good on the college application like if mm-hmm. mn is not your thing or debate is not your thing just because your high school counselor tells you to do it because it looks good in application please don't do it because you'll be wasting yeah. your time and your effort and it's not really something that's going to add too much value to your application unless that passion genuinely shines through that application so you might as well do something that you're interested in and something that's more unique and specific to you so oh yeah for yeah. sure and i mean even if you're doing something just to put it on your application don't spend like 3 months preparing for it if you want to do a model un to put it on your application or a debate or something do it just participate hang out have fun meet people but don't spend like 3 months preparing for something that you really really don't care about yeah your time is very valuable and you might as well use it in something more productive like you know working on your essays um and yeah, or about, studying just yes exactly um and talking about essays um i know each student has their own specific way of approaching essays like some mm-hmm. people like working towards the end and like you know getting or some people like getting the first draft out of the way and then just keep refining it every now and then mm-hmm. so what was your way of approaching your essays well um again i studied in cbse right so as a part of my school curriculum i didn't ever have to write formal essays i had to do letters and all kinds of other garbage but i was never used to writing essays and now that i'm in college and now that i'm doing an academic writing class i my approach to writing is is much different than what it was in school and i will not tell you what i did in school because that's not going to help anybody but i'll tell you what i would do if i were to write an essay for a college now as you said people either you know start working on one bit of it and then keep improving they keep improving that bit until they perfect it and then go on or they build like a first draft and then keep working on that i would 100% recommend writing down all your thoughts on a piece of paper and making that your first draft you can't fix a car until you have a broken car so you make your broken car first and then you start fixing it part by part right so make a first draft even if it's garbage no one's going to see it that's the best part of your first draft right no one's going to look at it except you so make your first draft put whatever you want to have a fancy um quote at the beginning if you want add in a few random rhetorical devices because i'll i'll tell you this college admissions counselors or the selecting committee they will never have the time to read every single word of every single essay that you've written 
they'll read the first paragraph they'll glance through the rest of it and they'll read the last paragraph so make the first and last paragraphs the most catchy looking the most promising looking and the rest of your essay is just going to be fine yeah that makes a lot of sense and i love the car analogy um <laughs> couldn't have put it better because a lot of people are really afraid um to get done with that first draft but it's just your first draft it's not what you're going to be sending across so just even if it's utter trash you might as well just get it off the way so you at least have something that you can keep improving on so you have the base mm-hmm. already laid out um so yep. now coming more specifically to you mesh um are there any pointers or tips that you would like to give to current high school seniors in terms of the umesh essays um that people might be considering um especially for students considering applying to umesh yeah well um i will i think what i say for this is also going to apply to when you're applying to any college but in terms of umesh there's i mean or in terms of any college there's always going to be this one question about why are you applying to umesh or why are you applying to this university and most of the time what we do is we write an essay for why this college for like a generalized college and we change the name of the college and we copy paste that onto whatever application we're working on that's not right. going to work because the the counselor knows what is good about umesh and what is and if i say well umesh has a diverse student population with like faculty from around the world and great undergraduate research opportunities well sure it does but every other college also does right yeah. like h- how do you how did they know that you actually care go to the website go through student reviews go through a subreddit go through a few youtube videos if you really care about the university spend 15 minutes to understand why you should care about it and put that on the why you're applying for the college essay that one essay is the only thing that would be different for each college that you're applying to because why this major and why this you know all of these essays you can have generalized answers to i'm doing right. math because i like math you can't say i'm applying to umesh because i like umesh mm-hmm. no and yeah. never ever start your umesh essay with oh because it's ranked high well so what <laughs> um exactly that gives yeah. them a bigger reason to not take you they know they're ranked high you don't have to say oh yeah also the ranking helps me decide that this is a good college no that's not why a college is a good college so work on that essay for sure yeah that's that makes a lot of sense um so a lot of high school students are looking for colleges that are the right fit for them so i know that this is going to be something that's specific to each individual and like based on what major they are doing and their personal mm-hmm. preferences but how do you think someone should go about finding their right fit university right so how um this is a very good question and i have a friend right now who got into ubc and u toronto and she spent the last 4 weeks trying to figure out which one's a better fit for her like sometimes when you have two good options it's difficult for you to know which one's better right exactly. purely based on rankings one might be better based on location it might be the other faculty it might be the one and you know you keep going back and forth so make a table like make an excel sheet or make a table on a piece of paper however you want to do it and ra- write down the criteria that matter but in the order 
in which they matter to you so if you care about the location the most put that first then the faculty then the ranking then the tuition then all sorts of other things whether they're offering uh, multiple different majors in the field that you care about whether they have specializations whether they're guaranteeing an internship or whether they have no such undergraduate internship opportunities all of those things put that in a single table and when you look at each column you'll automatically know which one suits your interest the most but the worst thing about making that table before you apply is you will get fixated on one college and if you don't get into that college you will be annoyed about it for a long long time so the first thing you're doing when you're selecting the the colleges that you're applying to look at the rankings look at the major look at all sorts of things come up with a list of 10 that suit you that you like but don't compare them yet apply to them wait for your offers once you've received either an offer or a rejection from all of them then you put them side by side and see which one's the best out of these you all that that approach i really like um retrospect we should have done something like that as well but yes this is very <laughs> valuable um so can you tell us a bit about the social culture at umesh um just maybe what you've heard of or like something you've got to know from interacting with other students at umesh mhm so much like every other university umesh has its own um superstitions for example we have this one big bold letter m embedded into the floor at like the center of the campus and if you step on that m you will fail your first blue book exam that is that is something which every single umesh student believes in and i have friends who've never stepped on the m and have never failed the exam so i mean i should believe them right um but yeah well umesh has all sorts of uh, weird uh, student culture things like this and I think that's what makes a college great, right? We have too many libraries and open spaces for people to sit down and chat. Um, we have like a north campus with this whole alley that's full of like graffiti. We call it Graffiti Alley because we're very creative with the names. You can like go there and chill with your friends, take pictures. You have like Starbucks everywhere because it's America for some reason. Um, it's like a really really chill campus because it's in the city of Ann Arbor and Ann Arbor is not like a metropolitan city but it's also not a suburban area it's somewhere in between so you get a little bit of the city and a little bit of the suburbs at the same time um and in terms of like uh how stressful it is or, or things like that well you can probably take a like a heavy load in one semester and a lighter load in the next semester and then chill in the next semester and people do all sorts of weird things like well i'm not going to take any classes on mondays and fridays i'm only going to take tuesday wednesday thursday so i have a four day weekend i don't recommend that because your your midweek is going to be terrible but there's all sorts of things you can do there um your classes are very flexible and it's really chill in general i'm dying a little bit because i'm functioning out of india with a 10 hour 10 and a half hour time difference but if you were on campus it would have been super chill for you yeah that's again love your answer so just one last question before we wrap this up 
Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any message that you want to convey to the high school students who are listening to this podcast? Like anything, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. High school students who are listening to this podcast, just breathe. Like y'all have gone through a terrible, terrible high school senior year. most of you haven't had the the joy of experiencing your last year in person in school most of you had an online graduation so i can understand that a lot of you would not be in the best position right now just take some time to yourself breathe a little bit um and i mean college and stuff is obviously important because well if you need money you need job for which you need degree for which you need college great amazing we love this uh, this whole system but just take some time to yourself chill out a little bit and things will eventually fall in place for you you don't have to worry about it awesome thank you so much dhruv for taking out this uh, for taking out the time for doing this this was a lovely episode and it was great recording this oh yeah it was my pleasure thanks for having me